Hey, live group leaders and hosts. We are jumping into week nine, which is the following our Easter weekend, which will be such a blessing, I hope, to you and your groups. So let's jump in. The icebreaker question is, what is the most beautiful or most impactful part of the Easter weekend for you? This question is meant to open up the time for moments of general reflection on Easter and the celebrations we had together this weekend. This may drift into a variety of directions, maybe to a specific moment experienced this past weekend or to a recurring theme that continues to impress a specific thought or action upon someone's heart. Either way, it'll be a really special time for your group to just revel in the majesty of our Lord and our Savior. After the icebreaker, take some time to pray, uh, to commit your time of discussion to the Lord, and then you can go ahead and read the passage from John 20. Your first discussion question, what stood out to you in this section of scripture from Sunday's sermon, is one that repeats every week and I hope is a blessing to your group if you choose to do it. So we'll jump into question two. From what you've learned from the disciple Thomas's story in John 20, how would you explain in your own words the meaning of the resurrection? So the purpose of this question is for your group to figure out how to articulate the gospel message from what they've learned in John 20. Everyone's words may vary slightly, but the exercise of putting the gospel into your own words is a valuable one. From what we learn in our passage this week, we can be assured that the resurrection is a worthy message about a worthy God with evidence worth of our attention. This being the case, we can spend time understanding and explaining the eternal value of these truths. Doing this as an exercise together adds even more value to the practice so that we can be encouraged by one another and be blessed by one another's explanation of the shared truth. Jesus' death and resurrection allow the atonement of our sins to be eternal. If Jesus didn't die, he couldn't pay for our sins. Yet if he didn't raise from the dead, we could not be one with him. The reconciliation of humanity to God is made possibly because in his death, Jesus was raised to life. Question three, what does Jesus' interaction with Thomas tell you about Jesus' character? How has God been patient with you in moments of doubt? So the goal of this question or these questions is to consider what we can learn about Jesus from the way he interacts with Thomas in these moments. We also have the opportunity to put ourselves in Thomas's shoes and consider how God has interacted with us in moments of doubt. Among other things that may be mentioned by your group members, Jesus approaches Thomas with patience, love, and purpose. Jesus does not condemn Thomas for doubting. He simply answers his questions and alleviates his concerns. He is patient with Thomas to come to a place of full understanding and faith in him, offering him the things that Thomas needed in order to get there. This shows us his great love that Jesus would humble himself and reveal himself to his disciples multiple times for their benefit and for ours. Jesus approached Thomas with purpose, wanting to give him confidence and hope. Jesus sees us and is willing to meet us right where we are in order to come to know him most intimately. Just as Jesus was patient with Thomas, he's also patient with us when we doubt or have lack of faith for some reason. Hearing the testimonies of your group members may be humbling for them, but it will also be empowering. We can know that Jesus will walk through these moments with us, whether with a word of correction or of comfort, and it will be for our good. Question four, what about apostolic testimony of Thomas and of others 
of the resurrection assures you of your faith. Do you still have questions about your faith? So the goal of this question is to recognize the significance and purpose of the resurrection that we receive through the testimony of the apostles. For Thomas, he claimed that he needed to see Jesus in order to believe. Seeing Jesus with his own eyes and touching his wounds with his hands was a truly significant experience that helped Thomas to fully believe in Christ. Seeing his resurrected body was a big piece of evidence to support the resurrection. Their testimony is evidence that assures us that the resurrection happened and that we can believe in Christ just as the apostles did. In addition to the apostles in the early church, Pastor Nate also mentioned martyrs that gave their lives for Christ for generations to follow. The voices of these Christians are powerful and can help us have assurance in our own faith today. The testimonies of apostles may answer many questions about Christ, but for some, there are more questions that need to be answered. This could be a really cool opportunity for your group members to explore some questions about their faith that they may have been wrestling with. It'll be important for you to recognize that the point is not necessarily to be able to answer all of the group's questions together in one evening. However, even simply in the exercise of sharing our doubts and questions with one another, we are facing them together, which is so important to be able to do in the church. It's perfectly okay to say, I'm not sure about that one either. Let's look at it during the week and come back together to talk about it at a future time. This may also be a good time to break off into smaller groups or into pairs to share your questions with one another. You could even have group members submit questions anonymously, collecting them and reviewing them together before discussing them as a group. All right, question five. Who can you tell about Jesus this week? As we reflect on the love God has shown us through his death and resurrection, we can't help but tell someone about it. God wants us to. Encourage your group to think of at least one person they can tell and or begin praying for their salvation. It might be helpful if you're prepared with a testimony and or the names of your own friends or family that you can share to get things started. You may also want to take some specific time to pray over these people and conversations that we hope can be happening in the near future. Now for our prayer application this week, uh, we want to focus on not only these people we just talked about praying over, but also just the experience of Easter weekend. There are things that happened um, that we want to be praying over. So having celebrated a wonderful Easter weekend with our church and community, please be praying for everyone who came to be drawn closer to the Lord. Pray for those who came for the very first time or for the first time in a while. Pray that God would help those who are looking to make connections within the church and grow spiritually. Uh, Just pray that they would take the next steps to do so. Pray ultimately that in Jesus' name, um, his, his name would continue to be made famous in the hearts and minds of all who were in attendance this weekend. And of course, as in the manner that is appropriate for your group, please continue to pray for God's intervention in the current season of the Russia-Ukrainian war and the Ukrainian refugee crisis. There are also some leadership notes uh, in the leader printed leader guide as well as some leader host specific announcements i did i do want to highlight the idea of our mid-quarter 
reflections um, and feed, and there's a feedback form that I would love to have you guys fill out and submit to me and your coaches. Um, so the link is in the printed leader guide as well. If you could have that submitted by April 24th, that'd be awesome. Uh, okay. Well, thank you all so much for all you do. You're such a blessing to me and to our church, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Happy Easter.